Hello, everyone. Welcome to the seventh episode of the K Koji podcast. We are your hosts, K and Koji. So, K, do you know your blood type? I actually don't know what my blood type is at all. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> so, let's say you get into a, a, you know you, you get you get an injury and you get carried into the hospital. Uh, they got to do the blood test on on the spot. Yeah, I, I would assume okay. so. Um, I think they have a record of my blood type. I just haven't taken time out of my my life to like remember what the blood type is. So I'm sure I knew what my blood type was at some point. Um, but but you just never paid attention to it. Yeah, I never paid attention to it. Um, I don't think I fit into any of like the specialty blood type. Um, mm-hmm. Like, I, well, I think it's like blood type O is the one that is compatible with everyone, right? That's the... Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, O O is like the compatible, yeah. Yeah, and then AB is the one that like... Yeah, it's it's like the most rare. Yeah, it's the rarest one, yeah. right? And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I definitely am probably not O, and I'm probably not AB. Um, so, I'm okay. either A or so B. So, either A or B. Yeah, so I, I see, know. I see. <laughs> What about your parents? Do you know your parents' blood type? No idea. Oh, uh, actually, no. I I, I do know. I, I do know my uh my mom's blood type. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I see. I see. So I know my blood type. I know my parents' blood type. I know my sister's blood type. You know, I know some. I think I know many of my friends' blood type. Do you know my blood type? Um. Do I? Are you asking if I should guess or if? If I know, because I don't no. know what your blood type is. <laughs> so, like, um, in in Japan, at least, and I wonder if it's if it's the same in in the rest of Asia, right? Uh, blood type is is like such a big deal. You have A, B, O, and A, B, and you know that's supposed to represent something about yourself you know it's, it's like a zodiac sign almost uh so i think blood type a people are supposed to be more diligent they're more organized they're they're a bit ocd that's that's what people say in japan uh <laughs> um, blood type b are more selfish People don't say uh, many good things about people with uh, blood type B. Uh, more selfish. They don't respect other people as much. Yeah, basically they're so self-centered. And blood type O are the people who connect uh, other people who are forgiving. They are nice to everyone. Blood type AB because they're they're the minority are just weird and oftentimes like geniuses or something like that is it, so is this like blood racism <laughs> like <laughs> yeah basically basically yeah well i know like blood type is something that um some folks in south korea like to talk about mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. they probably got that from japan <laughs> like I that, see. The, I those see. ideas somewhere yeah yeah somewhere somehow yeah but yeah if i was to like Ask whether or not blood type is important in China. Definitely mm-hmm. not. It's definitely like the Chinese zodiac. That <laughs> yeah, I didn't know uh, Japan. Does Japan like do Japanese people like really believe in the meanings of blood types? To some extent, I think we do. It's it's like something we always talk about. Really, in like just normal yeah. social gatherings. Yeah, like normal social gatherings, like especially when you're younger. So, like younger generation of people, it's like something they talk about. Like how young? What's this generation age well, today? No, 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 no. It's not just the generation. It's just the uh, you know, just people in general. Like when when they're younger, they talk about blood type and they try to, you know, it's part of the conversation. Uh, so you know, even even when you're older, people talk about it. But I feel like for myself, I uh, used to talk about it more when I was younger. Uh, but maybe, maybe like when you're like in your early twenties, you still talk about it. Wow! So even when you're young, a bunch of kids in the in the playground, hey, what's your blood type? I'm B. It's like, ew, your blood type B. I don't want to play with you. Is that like what's going on, or is it like, oh, I'm blood well, type when, when O? When you're like, like oh, too you're awesome. young, when you. You're like such a nice person because <laughs> your blood is compatible <laughs> with everyone. Or it's, or it's more friend. like, or it's more like somewhere along the, you know, f- you know, along the line of friendship, you ask your friend, hey, what's your blood type? 
and you say something like, oh, I'm, I'm B. And they'd be like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> I got it. Got it. That's, I don't know. I wonder if like people don't associate with other people based on blood type then, if that's like what's happening. Mm. I mean, like they could definitely be biased, right? And if you had a bad memory with a certain blood type, maybe they, you know, it's, 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 it's going to, you know, mind block into, you know, getting close with a certain people with a certain blood type. But it's, it's almost impossible, right? To avoid. Like who even came up with that idea of like personality is associated with blood type? I'm not sure. But I, I wonder like, if it's more accurate than than like the zodiac sign, because it's a uh, or less accurate or the same accuracy, uh, because it's uh it's based on the type of blood that's in your body, right? It's more, <laughs> you know, it's it's something that exists. It's just something for people to talk about, I think. But some people really do believe in it. Got it. Uh, so then, what like blood the type are signs, you? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm type B. So I'm antisocial. Oh, that makes sense. (laughs) 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 You're antisocial? Really? I don't think so. I'm not antisocial. I'm like, sorry, I'm antisocial being, being, meaning like I, I'm selfish, you know, I, yeah, I'm supposed to be selfish and I'm supposed to, I'm okay to betray other people. Uh, I'm not loyal. Yeah. Yeah, people don't talk anything good about, you know, I break promises. Do you think that it reinforces that bias for you to behave in that fashion? Uh, possibly. Possibly. If I'm told that, you know, my entire life that I'm, I'm not loyal and I'm dishonest, etc. Uh, I mean, certain people may um, act in that, in that fashion. Do you think that would, like, be a good excuse for that to happen? Like, oh... Sorry that I did this. It's just some blood type B. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe people people around us are going to be more understanding than say, you know, say a blood type B person has a messy room or a desk in the office. Instead of having a blood type A person having a messy room or desk, because blood type A person is expected to have a super clean. Uh, everything organized, uh, OCD, you know, type of situation. So yeah, I, I feel like that that gives us more more room to be a little bit uh, cluttered. So you know, I I know you, I know Kay, uh, you are uh, more organized. Uh, so my guess here would be that you're blood type A. Yeah, but I'm incredibly self interested. <laughs> So I might be like the weird one, the AB. Maybe you're AB. Maybe. Oh. But then that would mean oh, that really? like if I get a cut, then mm. <laughs> I can't get like blood donation. <laughs> I have to get yeah, like... you got to wear a helmet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to live in the bubble or something. Um, yeah, like... So you think I'd be type blood type A? Yeah, if you if if I apply the Japanese, you know, stereotypical approach, yes, you blood type A. I'd fit into A. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Interesting. Maybe I don't like just see myself that way but you could be b too actually now that you said it yeah like yeah well i mean that's i think that's like the problem with like these descriptions it's that it's all situational right like you will act self-interested in like certain situations but then if there's like a good cause like oh i want to donate you know, to, to improve the health of the coral reefs, right, in the water, right? I want to make a donation for it. And and, right? and that actually, you know, uh, aligns with your yeah. interest then, then you would. Then, yeah. Yeah, which, is, which is not self-interest, yeah. Well, I mean, it's self-interest because that's something that you're interested yeah. in, right? But it could yeah. be directed yeah. in for good purposes, right? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. like... So being selfish, if you have the right, you know... If it's directed at the right thing, self-interest can be yeah. good, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm just wondering. I, mean, I think at the end of the day, we are all fulfilling, you know, our self interest. Yeah, it'd be right? weird to say like that's, that's what drives us. Yeah, like if if like your blood type, if people say like your blood type A and your OCD, maybe it's just like you like maybe you as a person going through the motion of like making mm-hmm. things super clean gives you self interested satisfaction that things are all clean. Okay, in place, okay, right? now you're just <laughs> right? so it's like yeah. 
like some something about that like to me just it feels like there's like they're trying to like break blood types into like create like mm-hmm. negative and positive connotations just based off of like yeah yeah your blood type it's yeah. like an out to like explain like why things are happening so you know how you have like the race mm-hmm. card that you can pull out it's like because i'm this race oh, yeah. i can say this kind of stuff um, yeah yeah well it's yeah. like oh because well, i have me, this yeah. blood type i'm allowed to like do this stuff <laughs> mm, mm, mm. i wonder which of the two that is or maybe it's like someone just got really bored and like mm. tried to do some psychoanalyst analysis mm-hmm. and tried to like connect it to either genetics and they couldn't connect it to genetics so like oh let's just do it based off of blood type blood types yeah maybe, maybe. <laughs> and you know maybe maybe it's it's happened here in japan and uh and also in korea uh it works well because you know japanese people traditionally uh you know we had very few foreigners that live in the country right and still do have very few foreigners that live in the country so maybe it's it doesn't give us the opportunity to talk about you know differences Whereas you know you go to you go to Canada or the United States, you you see a whole or you know uh, all kinds of people. So maybe it was a Japanese way of attempting to create differences amongst ourselves. <laughs> we had to go as far as you know judging each other based on the blood type. <laughs> <laughs> but the, you already do that with like prefectures already. Like if you live in certain like prefectures yeah. of Japan, like yeah. oh you're yeah. in you know. Nagoya. So like and Osaka so, people, Osaka people, yeah, they're they're all comedians basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we we do we like to stereotype, I think, uh, things and people. Yeah, <laughs> and like so, accents it, too, right? Yeah. Like the yeah accents, yeah. But accents are dis- disappearing fast, I think, uh, because of the that you know the availability of internet. And and uh, broadcasting media, but you know I, I, what I said about how Osaka people are comedians. It's it's pretty funny. So there's like a conception like in Japan um, where you make a finger like you make a you make a gun with your finger and shoot someone like randomly on the street. Anyone like a random dude walking down the street or like an auntie walking down the street. You shoot an auntie in Tokyo. Uh, the auntie would not know. Like she would just get confused. You know, you just shoot, point a gun with your fingers, and say "bam," and the the auntie would just uh, get confused and just walk away. Whereas in Osaka, the auntie would get hit by an invisible wallet, and uh, sorry, invisible bullet, and pretends to die, like on the spot. They're all like that. If you did that in Osaka. No, that's a stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, so that's what they tell everyone in Japan. It's like, oh, if you're from Osaka and you do this, everyone's gonna react like that. Yeah, I mean, that's what the media tells us, right? Like, you, you, I've, I've watched it on TV, and they do like a social experiment <laughs> in Japan, in in Osaka versus in Tokyo or other cities, and and uh, yeah, so Osaka people are supposed to be uh, comedians. So they're more likely to play play with any kind of jokes that you might might do. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Got it. Have you tried it when you went to Osaka? Did you? Uh... <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Maybe I should. Now that my friend moved there, I should I should go visit him and uh, try that joke on him. I see. I see. That's a that's a really lame joke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really relatively, like it's just. But it's rather like harmless and like acute kind of yeah, it's harmless. Yeah, I think that's like kind of the thing that I I see a lot. Um, that's really different between like Asia approaches comedy compared to like in, in Japan at least. Like comedy is more like uh like an enactment or like a play of a certain situation that's that's not really um day to day you know, in our lives. But whereas in, in the West, comedians, they, they talk about, you know, whatever that goes through in our, in, our, in our lives. It's more real in a way. Yeah. So, 
so I think you know, uh, and and I think there's there's more inappropriate jokes involved with the with the comedy in in say uh in in the US like, well I wouldn't call them inappropriate but like you know that that are like maybe like racial like they talk they touch on topics like racial matters, uh sexism or you know maybe sometimes even like. LGBTQ. I'm not sure if, if we are allowed to go there uh, anymore, but um, and somehow make it funny. Um, ongoing things uh, in our lives about the society. Whereas I think in Japanese comedy, I think it's 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 also ongoing things usually uh, in our lives, but it's it's more comical in a way. You know, they 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 make funny noises. They they uh it's it's more i think i don't know if animated is is the right uh way to put it but it's uh it's a real life simplified and put it making it funny by saying silly things it's more silly i think than than funny yeah the jokes here yeah i think i find that comedy in asia is more skit based like mm-hmm. it's a skit yeah. like it's a play yeah. right there's usually yeah. like a straight man, like someone that pretends to be like the really serious person, yeah. And then you have the Joker that's next to them. Yeah. Like, no, the no, no. Pretend- is it the same in like uh, other countries in Asia? Because that's that's like the typical format for like of like uh, comedians in in Japan. Yeah. So, yeah. Exa- so exactly as you said. Yeah. Yeah. So it's usually I usually see a pattern in comedy in Asia where um, they have that two man format. Um, Mm-hmm. Where someone plays like the very serious person, and then that serious person always like berates the like the stupid guy or the the person playing like the dumb character that always like puts them in yeah. the bad situation, and then you make like a a funny comedy make a mess out of yeah. that, yeah, yeah. And so I see that in China, Korea, and Japanese comedy a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like when I start thinking about stuff like that, it's like where does that kind of originate from right like where did that like format really come from and like the thing i can think of immediately is like in the uk mm-hmm. like the uk has okay. the straight man and like the funny man um format. Oh, okay um i think that's where it came from um wow i think that might have I... somehow got adopted in asia at some point okay i'm not sure and it just stayed yeah i think it just stayed because mm. That's it's not like a real situation, right? And so, like the the folks in the UK, like they don't. Well, I, I think the the comedians in in the UK now have changed drastically. But like, if you look mm-hmm. at much older media forms of like comedy mm-hmm. in the UK, uh, yeah, it's very much like the comedy that they have in Asia, which is all skit based and all very situational yeah. based. Whereas yeah. now, I find that there's now UK com- like stand-up comedian like a stand-up comedian is like a single yep. individual that yeah talks about and just jokes keeps talking yes yeah. yes but I, I feel like it, and, and also engages with the audience too right i think stand-up comedians yeah, yeah exactly and so in asia they don't have that as much because they don't have the individual mm. i think we're going back to that i think we see a pattern right which is like yeah the individual isn't there to like project their ideas and their funniness right it's more of like Mm -hmm. we need to create a situation um yeah it might have something to do with like they don't want to create a offensive joke that hurts the social norms Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of the country they're in yeah whereas with like a stand-up comedian it's i think they that's what they do. Yeah, it's uh, free game. Try to act- it's free game. Yeah. They can make fun of... Yeah. They effectively try to be in that, like, weird line. That, like, gray, yeah. gray zone where it's, like... Gray zone where it's, like, almost not funny, but still funny, yeah. you know, like... And it's, like, yeah. also, like, offensive, right? It's, like, this, like... Yeah, it's also... Yeah, it could upset some people, but they they push you, I think, sometimes, if you're a subject of the... Uh, of the joke yeah so like yeah. the the comedian the stand-up comedian or like the comedy or it could just be bad like i i find like in in the west it's like stand-up comedian the stand-up comedians try to be in this like weird gray zone all the time where they're pushing the boundaries and being a little bit dangerous mm-hmm. with the topics yeah but yeah 
they do it in a way that you can't help but laugh because it's very relatable, right? It's very deep into like yeah. something you've kind of run into and you can like, yeah. like oh yeah, this this there's some commonalities there. But yeah. There in the West, it could also be just full on like straight up offensive, right? Like we could just be looking yeah. at something like Borat or like Oh yeah. Or like like Jackass. <laughs> like the those like Yeah, Jackass right? is just crazy. Like that's just like and, straight up like yeah. like toilet humor, like just like dumb, yeah. right? Um Yeah. But I don't see any of that kind of stuff in Asia. Which is mm. interesting. Mm, it's it's more modest i think it's more modest feels more family friendly yeah. with their comedy yeah um yeah but like there you do still get like the jackass like type of comedy though in asia right like that mm-hmm. still exists like um gaki no sky is like yeah gaki no sky is basically is, uh, japanese is jackass example <laughs> yeah oh uh yeah, yeah, but not not as hardcore. They don't really do like crazy stunts. But, yeah, that was. I don't know, yeah, man. There's bit, some pretty crazy yeah. skits that they do, or like nasty stuff, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like they do some yeah. pretty like messed up stuff. Um, yeah. that wouldn't be considered appropriate in the West. But then there's stuff that's done mm. in the West that wouldn't be considered appropriate in the East, which is really interesting. Yeah, yeah it's interesting. Yeah. Especially like I think in the, uh, like I think Japanese comedy and TV shows were more inappropriate back in the days. You know, uh, I think like ten, 50, like I think fifth, like fifteen years ago. You know, we were still allowed to, you know. Um, like show boobs on TV and 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 it's like it's like a comedy show like kids were watching it. <laughs> <laughs> there's nudity allowed. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, in France, like there's nudity on their TV. Okay. Okay. But it's just like it's different, right? Their culture is like mm. different as well, right? Um, mm. Like you see more like kind of sexualized jokes in Europe for some of them, like some, not all. But like, I see. I see. Um, maybe that's like changing a lot as well. Hmm. But I think it's it's just a matter of you know what is the what is okay for you know that the borderline of what's okay for the society and what's not. You know, you 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 bring that up, uh, then that's just you know that's just going to change the borderline and. People, people could, you know, find new things offensive, right? How would you define what those standards are? How would I define? Like, what would be considered, like, funny to you? And what would be considered, like, too far? Like, do you even know what, what your range is? Because I don't, I, I'm actually not sure what my I, range is. I don't know my range, but I know... Like the society's range is changing significantly, uh, you know, over the past decade or so. Especially, uh, you know, when it comes to the narratives of sexism and, you know, f- especially in Japan, uh, I think sexism is gaining a lot of attention. So, you know, I think. Japanese TV, they used to, you know, basically stereotype women as, you know, stay at home, childbearing, cooking dinner, doing the laundry, cleaning. Um, that was like the stereotype. So a lot of topics, you know, that are on cooking or cleaning are, you know, specifically targeted to women. They still are, but they they wouldn't mention it but uh, yeah they you know they openly talk about you know um with, with that type of uh, understanding and mindset i think it's 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 starting to a decline uh so i i feel like it's it's become it's become inappropriate to you know to push that burden on women uh to you know childbear uh cl- clean and uh, cook 
I think that's become very inappropriate in the mainstream media. And I think sexualizing uh, like women on TV is or like mainstream media is is also I mean, with an exception of certain, you know, TV shows or certain people, but sexualizing women is also, I think, become become uh, inappropriate in in the mainstream media, like openly, you know. How come it's okay for us to sexualize men? On TV? Yeah, no, I I completely agree. Right, because um, there's always like the. Yeah. The guy that's like comes out like the pool boy, right? <laughs> comes out like yeah. It's always like shirtless or whatever. Yeah, um, shirtless and showing the nipples, right? Yeah, I, I I actually see that happen. I actually I actually feel that a lot uh, because even even in the office, right? Uh, we can't talk about anything to a woman because I you know I don't want to risk myself uh, offending the the woman and being accused of. Uh, potential like sexual harassment right but people do talk about uh you know the 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 guy's bodies and stuff all the time openly you know oh he works out nice muscle but if i if i said that oh you work out your ass nice ass then you know <laughs> i'm probably not gonna be coming back to the office the next week or next day right <laughs> even even though you mean in like the purest form as a compliment yeah, exactly. Like I'm not, not nothing sexual. I'm not like, you know, staring or anything. It's just say, you know, oh, you you work out, nice ass. That's it's. Uh, so yeah. in so you find in the office then, at least in Japan, um, yeah. the 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 office ladies or the the, yeah. the the ladies that work in the office will openly talk mm-hmm. about how ripped a guy is and like. How he has like a chiseled. They like, can make body. comments. Yeah, they 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 make comments on on a, a guy's physique, right? They can all the time. No, I mean I don't know because I'm I'm a little bit bigger than an average Japanese person. So guy or guy or girl, right? Like uh, male or female, they 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 comment on my body, right? And yeah, they comment on my body and they say something, you know, like, like, you know, oh, you have muscle or, you know, you're, you're, you're bigger or whatever. Right. But then I I just, I just, I don't mind it personally. Like, I don't care. But if I just put it on, on the other side of the gender, then you can't if I said same. that to a woman, I can't do the same. I cannot do the same. They they always talk, comment on, on a guy's like what they're wearing what uh <laughs> you know what they're wearing or what what their body looks like they they do that all the time so i feel like that's yeah you're getting objectified <laughs> by being objectified yeah so see that's that's like the interesting thing about like <clears throat> the the social dynamic right it's like yeah even like for some reason i don't know why i think it hasn't happened in asia yet where you can cuz in Asia, they're very straightforward with like the way you look. Like, if you look like garbage, yes. they'll tell you, you look like garbage. Yes. Uh, yes. But if you look, I mean, your good, parents will tell you. Yeah, they'll just be straight up, right? And then, yeah, like, and they know it's within the comedic sense because they know it's like, yeah, you like, cause you you have um, that. Yeah, you look like garbage, but we still like you. Yeah, kind of thing, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, but yeah. like, you can't do that in in the West now because there's the nuance is gone, right? Your ability to like. Yeah. Something there's like something that has happened where mm-hmm. like the Overton window has like shrunk so much that's like mm. <laughs> yeah, like that like it, it seems like uh folks seem to be much more fragile about topics. Yeah. Um even though it's in jest. And so it's like I'm trying to yeah. I'm also trying to like navigate through stuff because I'm someone that like loves like comedy on various different scales right um, yeah especially if you're someone that grew up with the internet like mm-hmm. the comedy on the internet is like a dark dark place like it's a <laughs> yeah yeah it goes it cuts yeah. deep right and it's it's pretty yeah. messed up and then yeah. i also love like the family type of like comedy so i feel like my range mm-hmm. of comedy 
yeah. is very broad. Like really big. I have like a really, yeah. really big range of like what I'm okay with hearing about comedy. As long as it's within the context yeah. of it being comedy. Yeah. Like as long as I yeah. know it's a, it's comedic. Yeah. It's in that sense. Okay. I'm kind of okay. okay with like this very dark jokes. And I'm also mm-hmm. very, I'm okay with like all the cringy dad jokes, right? Or like the funny family yeah. types of yeah. jokes. Yeah. But I feel like for other folks, that range is like very, very thin. I mean, even if I was to like, even in like the, in Asia, when I start thinking about it, dark, yeah. messed up jokes very much exists in Asia. But they mm-hmm. live on during the time of the internet. Like mm-hmm. an example would be like Two Chan, right? Yeah, no, they they that's or that's like, like the home of darkness of stories and jokes. Right? Are like Nico Nico Doga, right? Yeah, um, is like if uh, the equivalent I can think about, like when that kind of interaction happens, is like mm-hmm. in in Korea that'd be like Africa TV would be similar to what um Nico Nico okay. Doga is, or like okay, like and of course like China's like. Uh, QQ's stuff and like all, all their other like social media tools very similar right the dark jokes okay. live there okay. um, and like the range of jokes is like super messed up and then mm-hmm. you can see those jokes still live in like yeah yeah which so yeah. for some reason I don't think the you're gonna get rid of the dark jokes it's just gonna live mm-hmm. in a different place. Yeah, like it's gonna be somewhere. Because because there will always be people that appreciate the dark jokes, right? Yeah, and I'm just wondering, like, is yeah. that healthy, right? Is like, is it mm. like the more you compress people's ability to make different ranges of like dark and like humor, the more mm. you try to get rid of the dark humor, the more it gets mm. more prolific in different areas. Like it just goes mm. somewhere else, and then because it's yeah. not visible, and it's not easy to see, like, what happens to that, right? Like, does it become more extreme as a result because you're you're not letting it like give it some air? You're not giving like dark jokes a little bit of like breathing room to like mm-hmm. to not be so concentrated. Like, I get the feeling like if you start mm-hmm. putting people that talk about like really really messed like stuff like messed up jokes to the point where they think it's a joke but it's not really it's like it's just fucked up right it's Mm -hmm. like that's not Mm -hmm. funny at Mm -hmm. all that's just like yeah that's like you have a problem i get the feeling that people that are making like actual dark humor will get yeah combined with these folks that are like actually like serious about like some of the things that they're saying yeah 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 i understand yeah it's it's uh And you need to, if you want to talk about those dark humor, uh, you need to really like conceal it, right? You need to hide it from, from, from others, and you can't even talk about it with, like, you need to somehow know the person well to talk about it. Like, you need to know them well enough to be like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stab you in the back. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm not gonna. Yeah, because because you could you could like if if somebody finds out that you talk about those things. Or you know you you like those those kind of humors, uh, they could really judge you like hardcore. I think nowadays, yeah, yeah. And I think I think making a joke out of something so dark and serious is a way for for us to like cope with it too. You know, I mean it's it's a dark reality and 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 the topic may be dark. But uh, I think if if we are able to make make a joke out of it, uh, we will, you know, somehow be able to, you know, look at it in real life the the, the issues uh, more more in in a more relaxed ways. So I feel like that's that's also the the negative side of you know having so much you know very limited room. Like, who are what are like your favorite? comedy things these days because i feel like there's not enough like it seems like there's Mm. not too much comedy stuff around except for memes (laughs) on the internet yeah (laughs) yeah no i was re-watching uh chapelle's show on uh on netflix Uh, the new one or like the 
The older ones. Oh, the older ones. The new one definitely yeah. got him in trouble. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, so what happened? You know, it was definitely intentional. Well, I mean, okay, it really comes down to like, it, it touches on the LGBTQ community a lot. Yeah. And that tends yeah. to be very sensitive topic these days it's a no it's a no-go subject yeah Yeah. and it's it's a very like in this that last show he's he 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 certainly had like strong opinions right i felt like okay i I don't know i i felt like his his last his last episode like his last special um didn't have as much like finesse as he normally does with his comedy Mm -hmm. usually he's really eloquent with the way he guides people through his his comedy but it felt like um Chappelle felt like he was like in pain like he Mm -hmm. felt like he was very like antagonistic he was he was aggressive with his jokes which he normally isn't like he's usually yeah pretty good at like um deflecting and like yeah and and like really like being good in the gray area, but I felt like he was a little too close to, um, like he I felt like he took a toe out of one of the gray area zone areas. Like he didn't he didn't like refine his joke enough to be able to communicate like what he was trying to say effectively. Um, but I I understand what he's trying to do, and like there are some things which is like, <laughs> which is really there was like one really dark joke that I found really funny, but it's just yeah. like. The Impossible Burger, like okay, the, like, like there was one thing where he he said, "Can you can you talk about yeah, it?" Yeah, no? I, I think it's okay to talk about it because I I think that you know in some sense like it's it 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 makes sense and like you know at the end of the day there's no way you can really do it until we make some real huge technological advances. Like if you look at it from that perspective, it makes sense. So it's like. I don't like the idea of like rehashing like a comedian's joke, but I think within the context of this, it's like, yeah. Um, he says that like when like a trans person or when someone like, no, I guess not in this case, it'd be transit, but it's like if someone wants to become a woman, right. Yeah. And they get like, like surgery, right. To change yes, their yes. genitalia from maybe that of a man to a woman. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's like the the premise of the joke is basically that he relates that to like an impossible burger. Right? Like impossible meats okay. or like or whatever. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah, it looks like yeah. the like like women genitalia. It tastes like a burger. Yeah. But it's not really like <laughs> But it's made from plants. Yeah, okay. right, right. So it's like <laughs> like I and so I found that really funny, right? Cause it's like it's like it's really it is true right because it's not like yeah. real right it's it was not like yeah. um it didn't come from like the context of like where it belongs to like uh, of yeah. like where it, where it is it's like it's not hasn't happened occurred naturally right and our technology mm. is not good enough for us to convert mm. that into something that is like indistinguishable right you can still mm-hmm. tell mm-hmm. that there is like yeah. it's not there right so like from yeah. a text like because i'm on the tech industry side of things when i thought about that yeah. i found this so funny yeah. because like yeah it's like our technology isn't good enough to be able to make people like make that full transition over so that they can feel comfortable with their body mm. uh, being like oh mm. i actually feel like a woman because like even though i'm trapped in a man's body right yeah like like our technology isn't there yet so like when you take that like extra step to like literally like go through like a surgical requirement for that yeah it's never yeah. going to be like that until we improve the technology I, like just mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. joke within that context is like maybe from a surface level seems very dark but like mm-hmm. if you think deeply into it it's like it's funny because there's still room for the technology to improve so that eventually yeah. we'll get up to a point yeah. that we can make these changes happen for people so that they can feel comfortable right mm-hmm. so i f- mm-hmm. like so the the thing the reason why i think it's jo- it's dark is because maybe other people will be hypersensitive to that concept yeah. and yeah. they're not yeah. really thinking deep enough about like oh we we could potentially create a technology that's good and, and impossible yeah. burger is the way we are going headed to yeah anyway, exactly right? so it's like yeah it's like yeah. I, I felt like people were when they were thinking about that particular joke they weren't thinking enough mm-hmm. about it's more of a critique of how our technology isn't good enough 
over mm-hmm. like oh someone's just making direct making fun of a of a uh, of a uh, of, uh, of the LGBTQ yeah, community yeah right? exactly right making a joke out of it's it it's like it's not yeah. really making like it's more of like Harry this is the status that we're at with technology it's just not good yeah. enough yet right yeah so th- yeah. and that's that was so funny to me that was like the funniest joke that that was the one line that, that <laughs> made me laugh funny. the hardest um yeah but yeah like all the other stuff that Chappelle has from maybe before that because the rest of his jokes in the recent series wasn't um it just didn't like feel rehearsed enough and but all those okay. other stuff when it talks about social issues and how he relates it to things is so mm-hmm. like it's so masterful it's like um it's yeah. just so good. Like something about the way mm-hmm. he conducts stuff is 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 so good. But I, I mm-hmm. love my poo poo pee pee jokes, right? So like I also love those too. <laughs> yeah. Right? So it's <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's there's a time and place for those for those yeah. jokes. And I yeah. think like you're never really gonna be able to get get rid of um the boys' locker room jokes ever. Yeah, I think I I, I agree with you uh in that sense. Uh we we can't you know, I think I think it's 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 a uh, it's where our our society has you know has come to. Uh, we've it's 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 a way of uh, expression and and culture has you know grown to the level where we we can appreciate and um, you know express uh, you know the ongoing topics in the society uh, in in a funny way. So i I'm, I'm not really supportive or like i i want to see uh less boundaries on the jokes and if you don't want to watch it i think you can just turn it off really you know if you get offended just turn it off because it's not for you right you just watch what you feel like it's it's the internet right they're not putting it in front of you in public it's 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 just on the internet nowadays anyway so and I think that's what internet is good for uh you know uh, people can make more specialized contents. And as long as it's not, you know, it doesn't, it's not made with a, with bad intentions and bad motives and trying to like move people to a certain direction, um, then I think we should just try to, you know, empty our hands and enjoy, enjoy things. It's interesting that you're, you're bringing that up because one thing I was thinking about, it doesn't have to be like, yeah, like, what do you think is considered the most valuable currency in the world today? Well, I guess U.S. dollars. You think it's it's money, dollars, like cash. Oh, you mean like including? including I mean, it can, like, it can be anything. It could be like B- you think a car Bitcoin. or a. Could oh, be, okay. Like, what do you think is considered okay. the most valuable thing in the world today? Oh, oh, uh, likes. I think like social like. I I think so. Yeah, I I don't know if you, if you if you could call that a um. If you could call that a. A currency but i think the you know the clout is very valuable i think you think that's the most valuable i think it's becoming more valuable yes got it okay i think yeah. i think you're i think we kind of sit we think a lot like the same thing right now yeah. like i also feel that like attention is the most valuable yeah. currency in the world today mm-hmm. so likes and clouts i think it's a uh, I think that's 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 essentially what's what's making money nowadays, right? It certainly so, moves and influences the way yeah. things happen. Um, yeah, yeah. Attention certainly feels like it's the most valuable currency in the world. And I think the reason mm. why I brought that up, and I wanted to yeah. ask your your perspective. I didn't think we'd we'd actually fall in the same same idea mm-hmm. here. But yeah, when we talk about like jokes and like people getting canceled. And yep. <laughs> you know, people like really not like liking the things that other people are saying. If attention yep. is the most valuable currency in the world today, just don't give yep. them your attention. Right? Yeah. Like that's that seems like such an obvious thing. It's like it's like the same idea of like if you don't like a product, don't buy it. Vote with your wallet, right? Just mm-hmm. do the same thing mm-hmm. with your attention. If you see something yeah. that you don't like. Just don't talk about it and just don't give it your time, right? Mm-hmm. And that will, mm-hmm. and then the market will save you the time. The, the market yeah. should effectively f- fix itself, right? Correct itself yeah. because because those people will not get the attention they they want they they thought they wanted. Yeah, right. Exactly, right. So if someone someone puts up something like really really messed up, um, it'll spread like crazy because you're giving it. It's the the, the attention. attention. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. But but then a lot of times nowadays it you know the cancel you know movement etc. It's the attention is given to destroy a certain person idea or you know uh, things in the society. So, but I feel like it's not working. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> it just it just further amplifies this particular topic even more. Yeah, and yeah. it might even like make people that were never aware of this thing that you yeah could aware do it. and actually get into yeah, it. Yeah, and get into it, right? Yeah, maybe. So it's one of those interesting things, which is that um, if you're trying to cancel someone the fact that like i like it's just like yeah why why are you giving it attention like why are you giving it i think i and also like with with the attention becoming the let's say in our in our in our understanding becoming the most important currency uh in our society i you know i i think when you're trying to you know like things spread so easily and the society is you know, becoming more uh, prone to, you know, two-way division. Like, say, say there's a cancel movement on a certain. They say, they say people say cancel Dave Chappelle, and and it's it's all over the internet for that week uh, or month, and it catches everyone's attention. Normally. People maybe some people don't even know about Dave Chappelle. Some people don't don't even care about canceling him. But everyone is kind of forced to form uh, an opinion on on this topic. You know, they gotta look into it because it's there socially, and because everyone else is paying attention to it, and they eventually end up forming an opinion, whether they're you know supportive or against it. And you know, it's 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 kind of like forcing people to be divided into you know two you know two two opposites um on 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 like many topics yeah that they would never have even cared for you know <laughs> no and i think you're yeah. you're right and the, mm. the what we're talking about you're being forced to have an opinion yeah on like an individual that barely has any impact in your life right exactly um, yeah it's like, can you even walk across the street and talk to Dave Chappelle? Probably not, right? <laughs> the amount of impact he actually has on your personal life is like almost zero to none. Um, mm-hmm. And like the fact that you're giving him attention if you don't like what he's saying only further amplifies the the things he's talking about. And it's making it's making the things that he's saying about these mm-hmm. cancel culture people true. Yeah. It just further reinforces yeah. their own stereotype. Um, <laughs> and and the, the interesting thing is that the more you try to divide people, it's more of like, if you don't have an opinion about a specific topic, mm-hmm. you lose self-worth. Like your social worth changes yeah. based on the side that you take, right? Yeah. So like, you're, yeah. like the motivation typically would be um, you... Publicly, you have to be as politically correct as you can. Yep. Because the result of you being politically correct means that you're more likely to have better job prospects and mm-hmm. better mating prospects. Like people will be yep. more willing to socialize with you or be like your partner in life or more yep. willing to give or you. Or like, yeah. Yeah. Just social stand, like social status, right? Yeah. Your social also, status. Yeah becomes improved and you see a lot of that with like hollywood stars where they're so pc (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it's almost to the point where they they themselves turn into the joke (laughs) because they are playing so hard into being like to continue to farm attention and continue to be in a great social stand that they continue to get really great like opportunities right um, yeah, and then in turn they try to like influence their own followers to think it the same way, so they continue to again farm your attention that they're yeah. right and in the right right position. Um, whereas mm-hmm. on the opposite end, where it's like, oh, I'm being kind of persecuted for liking Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
I get bucketed into this other group that also gives yeah. me different types of social benefits, which is, mm-hmm. oh, I'm part of this very core group that thinks differently. And, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I find solace or I find companionship with these other people that might have even more extreme views <laughs> as well right yeah so, yeah yeah so it's like you so it's more of like you yeah exactly it's it's not it's it's i think it's it's always a spectrum but it's like we are divided into two always you know uh people like you don't care about like certain topics but you you know maybe you, you're okay with you know dave Chappelle jokes some people really are say like xenophobic and and maybe because because of the antisocialness, uh, both both opinions present, you you could be bucketed into the same bucket. That, that's what you're saying, right? Um, it, I would probably say it's more along the lines of like the you you get a lot of uh, different types of like benefits when mm-hmm. you start choosing sides. Okay. And they're like benefits okay. that are not a result of your ability and capability to do good work. Yeah, yeah. It's more of like okay. because you're siding with this team, yeah, we're going to take good care of you, no matter how crazy yeah. or how extreme your ideas are, mm-hmm. as long as you believe in these ideas and concepts that we are, or this narrative that we are constructing for you, whether it's okay. on like the like the politically correct side or like the non-politically correct side or whatever um whichever that is whichever as that long is as it's it's the right as long, the right, as, long right. as you 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 yeah. publicly claim to believe in that narrative mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you get a lot of like this like benefit not based on your skill mm-hmm. do, do you think that comes because those people who follow you know these opinions are are the kind of people you know they want to influence i'm 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 thinking about the example of uh let's say because you brought up an actor or actress uh you know could get casted for a certain film or you know or a show uh because of the you know the, the narratives that they agree or they you know they support and and they want to capture the certain type of you know, types of audiences. I th- I feel like it's becoming easier for, you know, marketers or uh, or I think it's it's becoming easier for marketers to to target a certain audience because everyone is you know kind of forced to, you know, d- divide into uh, a certain buckets, and and they they could be following. The certain certain actors or actresses so like let's say they want to cast a an actor for the role they they don't just look at the ability but they also look at what they like and what the likes they have mean uh, is going to bring to to the to the as the as the core audience of the show oh definitely like, like what is their market pull right like what is like which of these groups of people do you want to bring into the theaters um, based off of like the interaction of people that always comment on their Instagram or Twitter or whatever, right? Um, definitely that that 100% plays a role um, in them casting people now. Um, even if the actor like is complete garbage, <laughs> even if their acting skill is terrible. Um, and they're already like pretty so, good examples of yeah, that today. Yeah, so... I mean, there are, there are many good actors and actresses and good shows uh, in in Japan, but I think in general, like Japanese like movies and like cinema production, like the level of acting is it's not so not so I think good. I think and I think that's because they 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 cast based on popularity. You know, they cast famous singers, popular singers, boy band people, uh, and not real actors. So I, so oftentimes, you know, I see like the real life enactment of say like an anime film or something. It's, uh, it's usually uh, terrible. And I think that's, that's really the consequence of that happening, you know, uh, 
casting based on popularity. Yeah, I don't know what happened to、yeah. Japanese movies, man. They used to be so good back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. Like Ichi the Killer and like、yeah. all these like really hyper intense, like,、mm-hmm. like there used to be such like intensity in, in Japanese movies. Yeah.、Um, Most of the Yakuza ones are, <laughs> tend to be like that. <laughs> but, but even like the, the, like the dra- dramatic ones used to be really,、mm. really good.、Um, and now it just feels like Korea kind of took over <laughs> yeah. with those like dramas. No, and I, films. I, I think, I think it, I, my view is that it has to do with casting too. And they're just trying to sell to the Japanese market and they, they just want to. You know, do the same thing. They're not trying to change much. So they're just trying to do the same thing、uh, with, the, with the same kind of actor because Japanese people go watch movies based on the actors and actresses that they have in the movie many times.、Uh, say they're a fan of this, this guy or, or a, a band,、um, and, and the singer from the band is, uh, is, uh, is uh, playing a role, or this actor is playing a role. Then they would go watch the movie. So, you know, it's, it's really based on the followers or the fans、uh, that they try to target and not really based on the, the, the ability of an actor or actress to act. I mean, of course, there are good actors in it, but,、uh, you know, th- I think one, one bad actor or actress、uh, in a movie could really mess up. The whole thing, like especially if they're in like one of the leading roles, you could just you know make the whole movie look bad, I think. So, no, and I think, and I think, I think you're right.、Yeah. I mean, even if I was to、yeah. break down like my favorite Japanese films, for some reason, they're all like anime or Akira Kurosawa movies, right? Like Seven Samurai, like that's a that's just a great film. Or, like, Ikuru. Have you seen that movie? Oh, like, no, I haven't. That is an amazing、yeah. film. Like, like, okay. Like, there are like really, really great directors in Japan, but、mm-hmm. for some yeah. reason, yeah. Like, they, like, I haven't seen anything of that level and caliber anymore,、mm-hmm. unless it's、mm-hmm. like, Like a horror movie, <laughs> like The Ring,、uh, right? yeah. or, or like Grudge or something, right? It's like, like yeah, those are still、yeah. scary. I think Japan、yeah. still does a good、yeah. job of that. Although、mm. some of it's like jump scares and stuff like that.、Um, it's, yeah, it's, for some reason, it's just like they lost something along the way. And like now,、yeah. Japan, when it comes to. It's not to, really like, spicy anymore. It's very mild. Yeah. And, and, and the only time you can really、yeah. see that creative. Filmmaking the most is now in animation,、mm. right? Yeah,、uh, anime is, I think, really booming now, though, in Japan. Like, the Japan, like, you know, from from like a global perspective.、Uh, oh, I feel、sure. like, yeah, I feel like it's gained a lot of popularity in like the past like 10 years. Yeah, I mean, anime is like、yeah. a totally different subject that、I、actually want to talk about in another. Episode because okay, yeah, that's、sure. a different yeah, thing. Talk a lot about but, it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but I really wanted to like really highlight、yeah. here is that yeah、um, I, I think yeah because you know you're so used to the status quo of like in the future everything is going to be all right.、Mm-hmm. You think that there's no common enemy and you're not keeping up to date. And so like all these weird things that people like start people start to overthink. Yeah. And then they start、yeah. trying to fight each other. I mean, it's, it's like you got nothing to do. So you start, you know,、uh, taking care of things that you never thought you would need to, right? Yeah. No, I, I, I actually、uh, find that interesting. And to some extent, I, I agree.、Uh, to the most extent, I agree because I, I feel like we've. I mean, that's, that's what we are doing, right? First, you know, food and shelter, right? We need to find. And second, food and shelter for everyone. And now that everyone has food and shelter and good food and good shelter, what does the society need to work on to improve? And we look, start looking at little things, 
It's like, you know, uh, when you're new to the relationship. I know it's not about a, it's not about a relationship, but when you're new to the relationship, you're okay with, you know, many things your partner does. But then eventually, when you start, you know, living together, uh, etc., you know, many things you were okay with when you started dating, uh, it's no longer okay. And you, you know, you get you get frustrated with many things uh, that your partner does. So, like you demand you know, more, you, you, you want improvement. Yeah, right? exactly, yeah. exactly. You, you there's because we we always have that energy, right? But it has to be directed at something. And and if you you know it doesn't matter if your if your if your husband or or wife closes, you know, forgets to you know uh, put the toilet close down, the shelf <laughs> shelf in the kitchen or the toilet. It doesn't matter. It's just a toilet. It takes two seconds. Raise it or you know turns into a big argument. Usually, we forget, and then I, you are lucky if you can realize you know, in that argument that it's just a toilet and it's really not a big issue and you're with this person for a reason. But I think it could be very troublesome if you don't realize, if you don't come to the realization during the argument and, you know, that could corrupt the the the, the relationship, uh, which, is, uh, which is good. Uh, but then that could just corrupt the relationship uh, for good. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like that's the risk we are having. So we're paying attention to those little things now. And what we don't realize or what the society doesn't realize is that it's dividing us up into, you know, f- dividing us up into uh, dif- different parts within our society. And that could really cause a, a bigger issue, uh, you know, you know, cause cause a big fight over something so small. You know, I wouldn't say it's so small, but like it's it's not. That's gonna get you cancelled. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get cancelled, man. Uh, it's not small, but <laughs> you know, it's it's not it's not food and shelter big. You know, it's it's it, those are the things that came up along the way. We shouldn't be hating on each other over it. You know. So, do you think it's it's avoidable? It's a it's a hundred percent avoidable. We can definitely okay. avoid it. It's just so just don't pay attention. Yeah, the I, yeah. I mean, I would probably say just don't give the people you think that are like perpetuating this intention to like break society down and like cause internal strife. Just don't give them attention. Don't give them any opportunities. And you know, we'll go back to our our normal cycle of improvement. I think. Um, or like maybe not like well maybe that might be too too harsh to not give them opportunities but it's more like talk about like it's interesting that you feel that way in that specific sense how can i help make sure that you're heard but make sure that we focus on maybe some of the bigger problems like if you want to take care of the problem like right away, you need to have one common enemy. Like if you want everyone to just stop talking about these like the these little problems, you war is a fast way to get there. <laughs> like having having a, a a someone that's like like I, I think probably if you want everyone in the world to get like get along very very fast, we need like an alien invasion <laughs> is what we would need in order for that to happen. Um but if you want a bunch of countries to get along, you would have to find like an antagonistic country um, that would that would be bad. But if we were to take I, a piece, I actually, I actually thought I th- actually thought um, COVID was gonna do it, but it didn't. Yeah, it made it worse. Yeah, it made it worse because everyone closed the borders, right? Um, and the, the, and then we started fighting for like vaccines, and now we we're fighting over semiconductors. So, yeah. I think there's like a lot more that we can unpack here. And so maybe for the listeners, um, as you know, we are on Twitter and Instagram. Um, let us know if you want us to discuss a little bit more about how traits that we would see across a lot of nations that ends up 
breaking societies apart in the way that we're looking at it today through social media or, you know, through the way like we're looking at cancel culture or, or, you know, the wealth disparity. If this is a, a topic you, you want us to explore a little bit more, uh, let us know in the comments below and, you know, follow us on our socials and definitely leave them there. So we know we can, we have a few, so we have a little bit more topics that will be of interest um, to you or you'd like to know a little bit more about um, our experiences or how you might start looking at things today. Thanks for listening to the KKOG Podcast. You can find more episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Keep up to date by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Koji Podcast. If you would like to support the program, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Koji.